Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. All this week, we've been trying to do something that we've never done before on this program. Uh, we're in our fundraising campaign due to COVID. In the spring, we suspended our fundraising campaign and tried to hold on and to buckle down right out the storm like uh, just about everybody. We've kind of been putting things on our credit card and hoping for the best. And, well, now we've had to, uh, we need to have our fundraiser. I've waited till summer, but we're trying to do it in one week. I don't want to drag this out, folks. Uh, today is going to be our last day of our fundraising campaign. We'll give you our total on Monday to let you know uh, how we fared. Our goal is $20,000. There's three ways that you can give. I'm going to quickly go through this, and I've got a lot of material I want to cover today. Um, let, let me tell you what we're going to be talking about so that you, you know, you don't sign off and, and uh, leave us here. Uh, I want to talk to you about what would happen. What would happen if every Christian in America actually voted in the upcoming election and voted for righteous candidates? We're going to talk about Christians and voting and uh, the situation here in the United States. I got a lot of statistics. It's eye opening. Stay with us. But quickly, let's go through it. The three ways you can give to our broadcast. You can call and give a donation over the phone, over a credit card, bank card. And the number is 800-616-0082. If you missed it, don't worry. I'm going to give it at the end of the broadcast. So have your pen and uh, paper ready. You can go online and give safely, securely at fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com. Or you can send in a check. I'm not going to give you the address on, I don't want to take airtime, but uh, we'd like to you to call us, if you would, because we need to know what you're planning on sending us so we can put that in the total instead of waiting for it to actually come in the mail and then know where we're at. So would you please call us? We'll give you our address. We have an address, of course, at Be in Bellingham, Washington. And then up in uh, Vancouver, we've got a, an address actually in Surrey, and our Canadian givers can give in Canadian funds, and, and so... Give us a call. We'll be glad to give you the address and please share with us the amount that you're intending on sending. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, first of all, here's the bad news. He, and this is, this is terrible that this is the way it is, but uh, the average congregation in America, only 50% of the adults are actually registered to vote. Only 50%. So right there, Half of our church, half of the people that are in our churches can't, can't even have a voice in the election. Now, they can, but they haven't bothered to register. And we need you. We need you to um, stop being on the sidelines and silent and quiet. God called you to be salt and light. And there are many issues that we need Christians to stand up for righteousness and put in uh, candidates. And you say, well, I, I, you know, I don't like any of these candidates. Well, some are going to vote to bring in abortion or end it, to keep it out there or end it. 
Some are going to vote uh, for uh, allowing Islam to grow or squelch it. There's so many issues out there that are righteous issues that we need to have a voice in. And you need to take do your best to find righteous candidates and vote for them. Uh, but half of our Christians can't do it because they're not even registered to vote. Encourage your friends. If they're not registered, encourage your pastor. Can we do a voter registration drive and, and get people registered to vote? Then when it comes to actually casting a vote, though, those who are registered, just because you're registered doesn't mean you're actually going to go out there and vote. In fact, here's the other sad part of the story. Half of those who are actually registered, only half will get out there and, and cast a vote. Only half of them. So effectively speaking, 75% of members and attenders at churches across America don't even vote. Folks, that, that's terrible. And it ought not to be. And I hope if you're out there listening and a regular listener to Forges of Faith, and if you're not registered to vote, you know, shame on you. Really, shame on you. Because you don't, you're, you know, you're creating, you're, you're part of the problem. Let's get to be part of the solution. Let's, let's have some courage. Stand up. Speak up. And one way you can do it, and a great way you can do it, is by voting. Now, here in America, the adult population of America is 209 million. 209 million. However, according to the data, 79% of them are registered to vote. So about 44 million people aren't even registered to vote, and they should be. They, they, it's not just a privilege. It should be a duty. That leaves only 165 million adults are actually going to be able to cast a vote in America's elections, 165 million. A conservative estimate of, Christ, of the Christian population in the United States uh, when I say conservative, I'm talking about this is a low number, is 39 million. Now, some say half of our, um, half of the, um, of America, at least, is Christian. Of course, we could debate what that really means, but, uh, but let's go with the 39%, about 40%. So that's 65 million Christians who could vote for righteous candidates. And if we did, yeah, you, you would see that we could we could control every presidential election, every election uh, that deals with Congress, every election that deals with, you know, our, our judges and local government. Christians could, if we united and united on righteous candidates, we could take uh, control of our country if we would just bother to vote and vote for righteous candidates. It's amazing. In the last presidential election, of course, we know that Clinton won the majority vote, but we don't work on majority. We work on electoral votes, the, the majority of electoral votes. And uh, Clinton won 65.8 uh, million. Trump won 62.9, so about 63 but he won 304 electoral votes, 77 more than Clinton. She only won 227. And why do we have an electoral college? Well, it just keeps us from having the three states determine what the rest of the country is going to, who their president is going to be. It allows the whole country to vote. It gives a voice and power to the smaller states and not the larger states dictating uh, 
to the smaller states. And so it spreads the power, uh, not uh, uh, in allowing it to be confined just in a few small states. Now, here's the political strength numbers, according to the Gallup poll of April 2020. So this is very, very fresh. Uh, registered to vote, Democrats have the, have the largest lead at 31%. Then you have the Republicans coming in in a close second at 30%. So where is the strength? Where do, uh, that's not enough people to win an election. Uh, There's only 51 million that will probably likely vote Democrat for sure. There's 49 and a half million who are likely to vote Republican. But to win, you're going to probably need about 64,000, uh, 63. Well, Trump won with 63,000 votes there collectively throughout the country. So there's not enough in these political registered registra- groups. Where, where do they have to get them from? From the independents. These are the ones who are not party affiliated, which, by the way, I'm there. I'm, I'm registered as an independent, although I lean Republican but I don't believe they are truly the party for, for conservatives, although Trump's leading them back, and I'm glad about that. But um, I think there's time for a third party, personally, but that's another story, okay? But um, where are we going to get the, uh, uh, the win? If the win for conservative values is going to come through our churches. If God's people will stand up and be salt and light and speak out, then we can control um, the face of America politically. But we only have ourselves to blame because we don't, because we have been inactive, because we have for so long been shaking our head, saying these things are terrible, what's going on in our country. Um. If you don't like these uh, liberal mayors and liberal governors and you didn't register to vote, um, you've got no complaining rights. You should not be bellyaching. If you don't like how, the go- uh, how government is going and, uh, and who is in leadership and what they're doing and what they're saying and you didn't vote, um, uh, you, you don't have any rights to complain because you had an opportunity to get out there and do something, but you chose not to. And we've got to stop this, and we've got to get involved in this. And you say, well, Christians shouldn't be involved in politics. Well, where'd you hear that from? I mean, wh- where do you get that from? So, well, it's, um, isn't that the law? No, it's not. There is what was called the Johnson Amendment that keeps pastors and churches from publicly endorsing a political candidate or raising funds uh, as a nonprofit for a political candidate. But it doesn't stop any pastor from talking about who is a righteous candidate and who is an unrighteous candidate and calling um, them out for the evil and uh, the, the, the uh, lewdness and the uh, destruction that some people who are, if they get voted in, what they will do to our country. Churches and pastors have every right to campaign and speak on those 
issues. And by the way, the Johnson Amendment, even though it is on the books, um, is illegal. It would never pass in the court of law. In fact, we have tried to get uh, someone to be uh, uh, to challenge that and uh, and prosecute a pastor. Uh, there's been a number of years that pastors have uh, recorded their uh, their sermon. They they told their congregation, "Here's who you need to vote for." Here uh, and and uh, this is our church. This is our church name. This is our address. They recorded it and sent it into the government and saying, we dare you to prosecute us under the Johnson Amendment, and we want this challenged in court because we know you cannot win. And they've done this for years. And uh, not one pastor has ever been prosecuted. Uh, and, and why? Because they know it would not stand in court, but they use it as a billy club, and some pastors aren't aware. Honestly, they think that they're not allowed to speak on these things, and so they get a lot of leverage just by giving the impression that they can't. And so, uh, folks, we've got to start being the salt and light. And up in Canada, we need God-fearing uh, people to um, do the same and speak out for righteousness in the voting booth. Well, that's going to be it for today. But before we close again, here's our phone number. Help us on this last day. And let's uh, push that um, uh, needle forward um, as we try to raise this $20,000. Again, the number is 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. God bless you and have a great weekend.